Well, <sighs> hello, Misty. Hello, Ike. It's a new world. <laughs> it's po- Man, what a weekend. It's post-slapocalypse. What a time to be alive. My friend Oscar had a fight at his house this weekend. <laughs> Shit, yeah, he did. Yeah. I didn't know he lived at the actual Dolby, but okay. I mean, where are you? He's only alive he for one day a year. It's true, he is. <sighs> um, We're going to talk about the slap right after our sweet-ass <laughs> intro song. We're going to have a slap breakdown. <laughs> sweet-ass. Intro song. Slap! Slap. Are we ready to begin? Good morning! My name is Misty. Come on, Ike, it's time. We would be honored if you would join us. 15 minutes. The greatest adventure of all time. Just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in character. What are you waiting for, huh? Oh, come on! All right, let's get into it. Okay. Where are you at on it? I mean, everybody's got a hot take. Well, you know, I uh, I like to think of myself as a fairly um, logical person. Yeah. And I'm I'm not Team Smith or Team Rock. Yeah. I think that it was poor on both sides, you know? Yeah, poor for two rich people. Yes. Um, You know, I'm slightly more team rock than team will. I I can't say that I, it was low hanging fruit, you know, the joke itself. Which, you know, most Oscar jokes are. But last night, they, I think that's what disappointed me the most. I felt like, you know, it started off like, light and funny and like i really think that regina hill and wanda sykes and amy schumer killed it they did so great and there was just a real you know feeling of like inclusion and you know (laughs) ariana DeBoss won her like one of the first awards and she's like the first openly afro latino out and queer per like woman to win an award of that stature and like you know it just it had like a really good feeling about it like things felt good and then damn slap yeah so i don't know i mean here's what i don't understand this is what's gonna like haunt the internet for the next well at least for me for a while yeah will smith is visibly seen laughing his ass off when then you see Jada like and then he okay gets, so like, here's the thing then it cuts away but you know how that works when a camera's on you you're not like you're not actually like comprehending what's going on. You're doing what you think the camera wants to, you to do, which is laugh or smile in the right places. You know, it's the the Oscars and shows like that are another form of them acting. Like, you know, people aren't actually really paying attention in the audience to what's happening. But what's the realization point cuz it cuts away, right? So eventually we're going <laughs> to yeah. see that footage. Oh, it's it's already out there. Like but, all of the feeds in other countries are not edited and cut. It's straight footage. Well, the audio is not cut, but like it's always the same shot for shot. Like the switcher right. in L.A. Right. That's what went out to all the countries. But we're yeah, there, you've there seen the footage that hangs on his shot the whole time. Oh, when he actually yells twice on before screen? that. Oh, the ISO of that camera right. that stays gotcha. on Jada and Will will right. be put out later this week. Uh, yeah, probably. It should. It's it's recorded somewhere. Yeah. Somebody could make a lot of money if they isolate that. Yeah. So if we get to see, but I don't think Will wants it to come out because it's it's going to show his transition from laughing his ass off to like looking over at her. What happened in that moment when it cuts back to rock on stage? Mm. 
between him laughing, the next thing we see he's on the stage. So right. like we see Jada's face go like sour. Yeah. She's obviously not receiving the bad joke very well. And he and goes from seen. laughing to charging the stage. So I want to see that ISO camera and see like, is she like, go oh, fucking kick his ass? Like, what is she doing? Like, get up. Have you oh, seen? You're gonna let him talk about me. Have you like, seen the memes about Tupac? No. It's a, it's a, it's her doing her like Red Table talk show because mm-hmm. she taught, you know, she used to date Tupac way back. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Oh yes, they they had a very storied romance, and there's a meme of her, you know, during her Red Table talk talking about Tupac, and it says. No, well, that's not good enough. Tupac would have shot him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so dark. Well, I so think, dark. I think the darkest memes are the ones that are like, damn, Will, all these other guys are having sex with your wife, not yeah. even making jokes. And you, I mean, what are you going to do to those guys? You know, I think that that's also part of what makes it a little tough to swallow for me is that Will and Jada have been incredibly vocal and open about their relationship due to the nature of her show and what they do. And I think sometimes too much. Yeah. Like there's a lot of information that is very personal and didn't need to be aired, but it was. And along with that, she has talked about her struggles with losing her hair as a woman. So, for that joke to be made by also a man who made an entire documentary comedy after his young daughter talked to him about her black hair mm-hmm. is is pretty like kind of fucked up. Like, I don't know. I think nothing is <clears throat> in comedy. Nothing should be taboo. But, you know, you're. I, you have freedom of speech, right? But with freedom of speech becomes the responsibility of what you say. And there comes the actions to your consequences. That's right. So like there's the flip side to the coin where it's yeah. like, do I think Rock should have gotten slapped on national television? Probably not. And that's a huge, super bad example, right? Very it's bad. It's bad for comedy. Yeah. It's bad for a lot of things. Yeah. Like, you know, the old, like, maybe after the show. Yeah. Let me talk to you for a minute, man. That was Yeah. Like at the Vanity like Fair party. Like pull him to the side and be like, hey, bro. Yeah. Like, this has happened before. You made really inappropriate jokes before in 2016 at the Oscars about Jada. This stops now. Like, we're done. Yeah. Like, my wife is not your punching bag anymore. Even if he had done the second half where he's just yelling without the slap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, that even would have been tolerable. Mm -hmm. Like... I'm also very bothered by the fact that the Academy, the reaction to it. I think that Will Smith should have been pulled out of the audience. He should have been escorted out. Should not have been allowed to remain sitting there for the rest of that. Like, I don't. I agree with that. But there's also like going back to you and I know how these things are run. Yeah. There's no protocol. There is no. Dude, that was my favorite thing that I saw last night was a meme that was like, I would give a hundred million dollars in Cole's cash to hear the walkie talkies. Yeah. Like the, the text messages flying back and forth between all the assistants and the PR and the showrunners and the stage managers. Oh my and God. like, gee, like what I can't are we even do about fathom. This? I don't know. I don't like no one knows. Yeah. And you know, now it's obviously the day after in the Academy this morning they released their first bit about it and it just said the Academy does not condone violence. And, you know, clearly that is not enough for them to just say that. 
They've now come out and said, we're opening a formal investigation into these actions to see if further consequences need to, you know, take place. And, you know, somebody actually said, said something to me this morning about it. They were like, we've never, we've never taken any kind of action against any of the other people who have won Academy Awards in the past for, for bad behavior. We didn't take Harvey Weinstein's awards away from him or Roman Polanski's. Mm -hmm. So why now? And my answer to that was, because it's not 1990 and it's not 1980 or 1970. Mm-hmm. It's 2022 and it's time that we start actually like, you know, paying attention to shit and doing things differently. So right. you can't just look to the examples of the past and be like, oh, bad behavior and they didn't do anything. So now they don't need to now. Right. You know, set an example of what the Academy is going to look like going forward. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't get away with that. You don't get to walk up on stage and slap a presenter. <laughs> I think I do think taking his Oscar away is a little extreme. No, but what about banning him from the Oscars for the rest of his life? I mean, that, you don't get to come back to the show. I think one year. I I think you don't get to come back to the show like for good. Hmm. I I don't I don't think that. But then looking at it from a business <clears throat> standpoint, is his presence there enough of a draw to like? No. I mean, that's uh, well, I mean, now, yes. Yeah. If next year it was like, and Will Smith presenting, people are going right. to be like, oh shit, yeah, I'm tuning in to see what he says. I mean, do, you know, it could, if, there's so much that could go on in mm. the, like, I don't know, there's not a whole lot, there's an above 0% of me that believes it's staged. Yeah, I know you do. But the way I, that I he don't, took like it, I said, I don't think that you potentially tank your career. Like, the, the, the chatter last night is, is not great there's not a person alive on the planet that hasn't said the name will smith in the last <laughs> yeah, 24 which, hours somebody <laughs> i saw something this morning it was like that's the biggest hit will smith's had since the 90s that's hilarious <laughs> uh and also i saw the one about uh, essentially chris rock got slapped by muhammad ali yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean there's just so many of there, them. there's just i don't know there there's so many layers to it and i um I saw a a write-up this morning that was on Instagram by an actress and she was like, you know, it's, it's entirely possible that two sides of the coin can both be wrong and we don't have to pick a side, but what this doesn't have, this doesn't get to mean that now you get to, because you've seen it, Mm -hmm. that you get to go up and punch performers, but that's not the beginning of that. How about we also let this be the end of making like making fun of someone's health issues like that's just it's not funny you know it's not funny I don't like know. as as a woman i can tell you like after i got covid i lost a whole bunch of hair my hair literally was falling out in handfuls and as women first of all we hide behind our hair a lot it, it's something that we use as like protection for things and and when something like that happens it's it's pretty traumatizing i can i can definitely see that side of the coin i just think it's stickier waters if you start taking things off at the table that you're allowed to joke about so about people's health i I think that that's a pretty broad spectrumed hey when somebody has something wrong with them physically maybe we just don't make fun of that not on a on a world stage I don't know. It's, a, it's the same thing as the Donald Trump video of when he's making fun of the reporter that was handicapped. It's not okay. 
It's not okay. I don't care if you're a comedian. I don't care if you're a homeless person on the street. Like nobody wants to be, have their physical attributes being made fun of. No, nobody wants. If you want to make fun of yourself about them. Sure. Then that's different. I just think it's. how about we just stop doing that? I mean, yes, I think it should be a taste choice. It should be a personal choice for people to to want to do that. But if we make a rule, if we're like, no more making fun of health stuff, then that's that's tricky waters. I don't think there should be a law or rule. Well, no one's going to make a law like that you can't make a joke about it. How about we just, as a society, are able to go, let's move past that. Like, let's be better. I can see There's that. There's plenty of other things that are left to make fun of. Like a social contract. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I just, like, if you're saying like we should we should make sure that this is just, we should cancel everybody that's ever made fun of First of all, person. you know my thoughts on canceling. You're the only person that can cancel yourself. Right. Like, but, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't think we should get too far in down the road of like, this is, this is out of bounds or this is, you know. Like I said, I, I just think we as a society need to get to that point that we can go, you know what, we don't need to do that anymore. Yeah, and like the way to do that is to not laugh at those jokes. Yeah, well, and because the, the audience thing, like tells I said, you. make fun of yourself. If yeah. you if you are fat and you want to make fat jokes, right. you can make those about yourself. But Chris, you're like I'm so fat that blah blah blah. Chris, not your mom's so fat. Sure, but the reason this joke made it to the Oscars is yeah. that he's been running this set yep. at all three clubs for yep. the last three weeks. Hundred percent. Jada wasn't in the room. Of course not. But he's making that joke. There's a room of people that rewarded him with a laugh response. Absolutely. So it made the set. The writers watched him perform it. Absolutely. They Table the, reads, rehearsals. All that stuff. It made it. it through a ton of people For, that laughed and, at and it. And that was something I brought up. There are a lot of people that m- listen to us that probably, like, you and I have been at these award shows. We have seen things, these things that are similar mm-hmm. <laughs> go down. We also know the the way that all of this works. So, you know, weeks beforehand, there are, there's writer's rooms where writers are writing these monologues for weeks ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Those go, get put through to showrunners, show producers, stage managers, teleprompter folks. They have table reads where they sit down and like people that are performing together, you get to see chemistry reads to see if they can even play off of each other properly. Mm-hmm. And so all of this, this isn't a new joke. This is not like Chris Rock stood up last night on that stage and was like, I'm going to make some comedy right now. Right. This was something that was written long, long before this. And that, I think, is the most disappointing part of it to me in a show where your focus, the, the producer, black man, first time producing, went, I need to find a way to bring the Oscars back put all of these things in it to make it a new Oscars. Mm-hmm. You know, three women hosts. <laughs> That's never been done before. No, oh, I did not. No, absolutely. I mean, you had Whoopi Goldberg. You've had women hosts. You've never had three comedian women hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, not a single one of them have won an Oscar. <laughs> um, you know. That's true. I saw something last night that was like, you know what? Let the actors host it themselves. They always hire a comedian to yep. host it. You know what? It's their award show. Right. Let, let them do it themselves. And right. this, there's a, a, I, I think a I read the same thing, but I think that it was worded a, a little, little, yeah. little more harshly But it's true. It's just like, you know what? If this is how you're going to treat the comics that are entertaining you, then uh, maybe you don't get a comic next year. There's and, no way that the comedy community will band together in that way. And no. 
someone eventually you'll go down the line far enough and someone will go i'll take that check which isn't a lot of money i think it's like fifteen thousand. it's not a lot at all no it's, it's, you do it for the notoriety of it yeah but it's weirder that your gift basket's worth more than your paycheck <laughs> definitely but yeah, like there are a lot of people out there that don't understand that he didn't just get up to stand up comedians don't just get up and make up that shit on the spot. God, like I it's practiced. It it's, oh. You know, so there was an entire group of people, like you said, that signed off on this. And that's True. what's disappointing to me is that in the theme of the rest of the show, mm -hmm. that that joke didn't fit anyways. Some of the people it didn't fit. It didn't. But the, some of the people that let it sneak through, I will give them plausible deniability on not knowing that she had a hair condition because I didn't. You when know I what? watched it for the first time, I was like, oh, she shaved her head. Is she really doing? Is there really a new G.I. Jane 2? Like, it, I, I, right. I didn't know. She's so anybody that really know, like follows her at all, like her show. First of all, it's her show has been wildly controversial since it came out. Mm -hmm. Like the things that they talk about really get into are things that a whole lot of people don't talk about outside of their homes. Mm -hmm. Um so, I mean, I have followed bits and pieces of that because it's very interesting to me to see a black woman standing in her power and talking about things that nobody really has before. So, I mean, I understand a lot of people are like, oh, he didn't know. And that's a defense that I've read all morning. How could he know? He doesn't hang on Jada's every word. The Somebody man knew. also made a goddamn documentary about black hair. Even if you don't know that she has alopecia, you know the 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 things that surround black hair mm -hmm. as a whole and the important like last week we passed the Crown Act that said you can no longer discriminate against textured hair because that is such a thing in this country that's embedded that there are actually companies that are like you can't wear your hair like that. What? We passed the Crown Act last week saying it is no longer legal for a company to tell an employee with textured hair how they can wear their hair. So there like there is a whole other layer to this that <clears throat> that gets pretty sticky in in the fact that the man made a documentary about it. Right. With, because his his small daughter came to him to talk to him about her black hair. And people making fun of her at school. Well, let's wrap it you up know? by discussing some positives that could come out of oh, this. Okay. Um, well, I also just really want to really quickly, like, there's other, not even positives that could come out of this. There were great things that happened last night. And all of this is overshadowed. I think the oh, most, yeah. like, crappy part of all of this, the award that was being given was being given to Questlove for his documentary, Summer of Sound which talks about a black music festival that even a lot of like black people say they didn't even know about. And I mean, if you if you've seen it, it's literally like you have chills the entire time. Mm -hmm. If you have it, go watch it immediately. And poor Questlove, who is just nothing but like the most like kind, loving, encouraging wonderful human had to go up on the stage after that whole shit show and be like, thanks for my Oscar, man. <laughs> this Oscar slaps, bro. This Oscar slaps, bro. <laughs> and like, Watch my documentary, it slaps, bro. Yeah, it's just such a bummer. And the other bummer to me about this too is that 
you know, Will Smith had had a platform last night that he got to talk about Venus and Serena, who are arguably two of the greats of all time Ooh. in tennis and their father, who was a man who raised them in Compton and pushed and made sure that his girls had what they need needed. And it wasn't always great. And Will had a platform to honor that black excellence in those two women. And that all now also is overlooked because all that a lot of people are doing are looking at his own actions, which is really crappy. I mean, it'll be really interesting to see what his statement is. Like, I don't yeah. know if it's not going to be today because there's 500 people working oh, yeah. on it, but it'll be probably this week. Um, the one thing that I, I, I guess I want to end it on though is <clears throat> Coda. Um, Coda clearly was not expected to win best picture. Um, Troy Kotzer was a, an underdog as uh, in the category that he was nominated in. He was not expected to win at all. And it's it's a heart tugger. It'll make you cry. It'll make you laugh. It It's a feel-good movie. Yeah. And those don't normally win Oscars. Not best picture. Yeah. Um, but the thing <clears throat> that struck me the most, and it, uh, a lot of people are talking about it today, um, when Troy caught, he was the first um, to win. Obviously, Best Picture is given out very last. Mm -hmm. um, he stood up, and his cast and crew, who are, there are also deaf people on the cast and crew, aside from him, mm -hmm. um, they did sign language hands for clapping. And the rest of the audience took the lead from that and continued. Everyone did the sign language clapping. And to watch the entire Dolby Theater do this thing that a lot of them, are, they looked very unsure. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of them were like, I'm not sure what, it's, everyone's doing it. Okay. Right. Uh, and to, to see that for the deaf community was just like, if I thought that that movie tugged at my heartstrings, right. that moment, and then when it won Best Picture and everyone automatically did it. Yeah. It's almost like watching an entire audience of people learn something about people that aren't like them real quick. And it's amazing how quickly it caught on. Yeah. It was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. The thing that uh, strikes my mind at, when you say that is, does, that movie is subtitled, right? It's baked in. Like when you go mm -hmm. watch it, yeah. you, just, you don't have to turn it on your TV. No, like it's baked no, in. No, it's baked in. But yes. I wonder if there's a version where there's like a sign person, like signing oh. as you watch it, but then you're watching the signing person. I, it's just easier to read it, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, somebody brought up something that I thought was really interesting too, because obviously when he went up to receive his award and everyone, they had an interpreter. Mm -hmm. um, and... They were like, it's really odd to me that the only time that, you know, we're honoring this movie for the deaf community um, and the CODA community and the only time that they have this person on stage showing during this presentation is when it's for the deaf people. Why not put the interpreter at the bottom of the screen for the whole fucking show? Because there's subtitles. To the Oscars? Mm -hmm. Shut up. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> Shut up. There's live. 
Less I mean, like uh, when we have sign language interpreters on stage at music concerts, they're standing on the edge of the stage. Oh yeah, and they're there constantly. It's I think it's a certain like colleges require it because <clears throat> yeah. comedians talk about this all the time on the uh -huh. podcast. That when the first time a comedian gets like a sign <laughs> translator, they're like. Oh, I never had one of these before. <laughs> That's super cool. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. They, then they like say all the explicatives that of they course, can, so and then the sign person is like, you know, he doing. He actually talked about that in his acceptance speech. Yeah, he was like, it was one of my favorite things to be able to sign dirty words a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. His speech was was pretty incredible. So there were good things that happened last night as well. Good. Um, yeah. Aside from the slap heard around the world. That is the title of this episode. You just episode. got slapped. You just got slapped. You We're going to put out a piece of content about that me. that I'm going to start making right. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Um, okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>